Hi everybody, I am Deacon Dave and welcome to day 154 of Silence in a Year. As always, I am along with Alicia Soto and most of the time with Lake I was say, Lisa. Sometimes. And sometimes I'm not here. So but Alicia, she's always here. And so we are continuing on, Lisa, and I believe it's your turn to talk with us. Yes, today's episode is called Watching the Horizon, and today's word is untiringly. So Cardinal Sarah is talking about how despite our circumstances, you know, sometimes we go and we search for God in places. Which is like your homily today, Deacon Dave. It was. And yet, why are we searching? Because um, Jesus lives inside of us. And how often do we forget that? So, Cardinal Sarah also goes and talks about how um, God is patient and faithful and merciful. And he waits on the horizon untiringly, uh, waiting for us when we're in, um, when we've fallen away or we've kind of turned our back in, um, to God in certain situations. He's just waiting untiringly for us to turn to him and then he just runs to us like the prodigal, uh, like the, the father did in the prodigal son. Beautiful. So I think Cardinal Sarah is also talking about. Um, this idea that especially when we have difficulties in life, you know, you could have a mother with a sick child or a father um, in, in a difficult situation. And when you're in those difficult situations that are almost like suffering, it's really hard maybe to enter into silence, right? To be in solitude with God because maybe you feel more alone in those moments and your thoughts are on everything that has gone wrong. But it's really, that's the exact time that we need to go and be in silence with God, to just sit with Him to let him permeate our soul and who we are, to hold us, as we have talked about, to let us know that everything is going to be okay, that the hope of his son is eternal, and, and, and that through his power and his authority, um, he can help us to work through any situation. Yeah. Alicia. So I was reading a book probably a couple months ago about the Eucharist and the power of the Eucharist, and um, the author, and I can't remember the, who We read that the book too. Oh, yeah. did you? Okay. Yeah, I believe both Was it a deacon? I think so. He's, right. He mentioned something. He's, he mentioned that the fact that that Jesus is in the tabernacle and he's waiting for you to come and sit with him. Does that, does that ring a bell? Yeah, I love it. Okay. And he is. So he is. But that goes back to the word for today is entirely. He sits there and he waits and he waits entirely waiting for us to come to the tabernacle. And I... So I was struggling with um, some stuff several months ago, and Deacon actually said, you know, um, take it to adoration and yeah. and um, yes, and see the person in the Eucharist because that person is Jesus. And I did. I sat there, but not only did I see that person in the Eucharist, but I pictured, I envisioned that person sitting in the tabernacle with Jesus mm. because oh, cool. I needed to be able to, yeah, I needed to be able to see that that person was also Jesus. And where is Jesus? Jesus is sitting in the tabernacle waiting for us to come in and crawl in there and sit with him quietly. But he does that so, I mean, it's, it's like, I know it's like a parent who never gets tired of waiting for their child to call them or to want to spend time with them. Well, that's Jesus. Mm, that's good. Reminds me of uh, Lisa, a story that you talked about in Spiritual Direction when you were having trouble with someone else that you would, they were told to just imagine Jesus is right there with that person with right arm Ima yeah first imagine jesus with yourself during <laughs> that um painful situation 
or that hurtful situation and then um, go uh, back and imagine Jesus with that person. Yeah, yeah. Kind of changes your perspective, yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And I think in terms of like, um, if you're going through a difficult situation, maybe it's someone who is sick, um, someone who's dying, uh, any of a number of situations, the Lord is with that person in that struggle. And the Lord is not going to let them go. As you said, untiringly, he's going to be there and be present. And I think part of our um, our mission, our role as disciples of Jesus is to bring about that awareness, right? Through witness, through voice, whatever we need to do um, to number one, okay, not only help that person to know that Jesus is with them, but that Jesus is with them through you as well, right? That he has sent you to be with them. It really changes, like in spiritual direction, so often now when I feel like the Lord is planting the seed in my heart, mm -hmm. I always give him credit, not to give him credit, but it's just like, you know, the Lord has planted this on my heart. This isn't coming from me, right? And so I just want to share with you what the Lord has planted on my heart. So it, it, it changes the importance of it for me, acknowledging that this came from God, mm -hmm. and then to the person who's hearing it. Mm -hmm. It's just not something I thought of in my head. I actually believe that this is something God planted on my heart to share with you. Yeah. Alicia, any thoughts? No, I was just gonna, so um, watching in the horizon, Lisa, you talked about how, you know, it's like the prodigal son where the father was standing and he was waiting. Um, and so I just envisioned the fact that Jesus is sitting out in the horizon waiting for me and it's hard to see him because he's so far away. But as I get closer, as we get closer to each other, he comes to meet me, I come to meet him. It just looks so much bigger and just so much more inviting than just that little speck. Um, out in nowhere, right? right. Um, and I just think that that's, we have to remember that he's waiting for us no matter where we are, um, wanting us to come back um, and, and be with him. Beautiful. Lisa? Well, yes. Um, so I was just thinking how I, so I used to feel like, okay, I need to have my silent time in front of um, the tabernacle or I need to spend my time like my quality time with Jesus with Jesus in mass but you know I've recently discovered or really you know sometimes it takes me a while to <laughs> let it soak in a couple years a couple years but uh, you know it, I don't need to go searching for Jesus because he's right in with you know inside of me so like on those days where I don't get to daily mass or those days where I don't go and spend time in front of the tabernacle I don't need to like feel bad or beat myself up because he he's um inside of inside of me so I I don't know like that's just like a big, big revelation for me lately it is a big revelation that I think more and more people need to realize right yes. that we are we've been talking about the temples of the Holy Spirit forever and a day, right. but we don't always live that out. Right. And so we go searching. Mm -hmm. So Lisa, what is the takeaway question for today? I was going to start it off with my usual, but oh boy. Okay. Where, Where in your life, that's okay. Okay. That's good. Where in your life do you need to allow Jesus to be present inside of you? Mm, beautiful. Let's pray in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Lord, help us to realize that you are always with us. No matter where we are, what the difficulty, what the joy, you are always with us. And I ask that you bless everyone in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. 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 See you next time. Bye.